BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. My guest today is Jessica Diamond, MPHRDN. She is a renowned dietitian nutritionist that specializes in maternal, infant, and child nutrition. She graduated with a BS in Nutritional Sciences Dietetics from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and then went on to complete her master's degree in public health at UCLA, followed by her dietetic internship at the VA Greater Los Angeles Healthcare System. With over 10 years of experience as a nutrition and wellness expert, Jessica works with moms-to-be, new moms, and infants and children on all aspects of nutrition and eating behaviors using a whole food foundation. In addition to nutrition, Jessica specializes in parent coaching, providing insightful and informative advice to parents as they guide their infants and toddlers through early childhood. With her warm and compassionate personality, Jessica has successfully transformed families' eating behaviors and relationship with food to foster healthier women, children, and families. Before I get into the convo with Jessica, I'm going to read you an article I wrote about my specific postpartum nutrition journey and give you a little tips, and then we will get into the conversation with Jessica. Enjoy. I actually wrote an article, Postpartum Nutrition, What New Moms Really Need, along with Jessica's expert advice. And I thought that I would read that and then insert a few little personal anecdotes along with it, just so you guys could really get a feel for what my story with my nutrition and my body looked like after (laughs) Sunny came. I want to preface this with everybody's journey is different. And this isn't about losing weight. This isn't about a postpartum diet. This is really about what I needed in order to satisfy my body while I was breastfeeding, as well as what I needed to do to be healthy and get back on the road to recovery and gaining my body back after having Sunny. So here it is. Eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. Listen to your body. I got these words of wisdom from Jessica Diamond, MPHRDN, as she helped me understand what new moms really need to replenish, rebuild, and recover after childbirth. Those fancy letters after her name mean that Jessica is a maternal and child registered dietitian and nutritionist, and she's taught me so much about the good, the bad, and the don't feel guilty of postpartum nutrition. 
After giving birth, breastfeeding or not, new mom's bodies are seriously depleted. Three square meals are definitely not happening while juggling a newborn. So we moms need to get creative. After having Sunny, I really didn't feel like myself. I was so, so, so hungry all the time, like 24-7, and my body had new demands that they never had before. I learned that a nutritious, well-balanced postpartum diet is one of the most important things you can do for yourself, and here are some tips for making it happen. I just want to also put in a side note that sometimes things weren't so nutritious as you'll hear (laughs) because you still have cravings and your body still feels like it needs certain things that it doesn't normally get. So never feel guilty about wanting to, you know, drink two cups of chocolate milk or having that sweet tooth or needing all the carbs because your body just really needs what it needs in order to feel okay in everything that you're doing, not only like to breastfeed, but just to have the energy to actually take care of this new child. So first thing, go on a guilt fast. Don't we all need to do that all the time? Guilt is a four-letter word in postpartum nutrition, I mean, and in all of motherhood. But between the lack of sleep, the slew of hormones, and the little person now living outside your body and in your house, life is a roller coaster. The same goes for food. So do not feel guilty about the two Cs, calories and carbs. Jessica mentions intuitive eating and letting your body tell you what it needs. For the first six months of Sunny's life, I ate anything I wanted. I'd always been pretty mindful about my diet, but after childbirth, I let go like, whoa. Now, I also really let go towards the end of my pregnancy. I remember at the beginning of my pregnancy feeling really nervous about putting on weight too fast and really just getting ahead of myself. But towards the end, really the middle to end, I gave up complete control of what I ate and really ate what my body needed. And I felt so much better. I felt even so much better about my body for some reason, knowing that I was giving it what it needed. It really felt good doing that from the inside out. Had I consulted a nutritionist during those tough months, I wonder if smarter food choices would have improved my state of mind, but it is what it is. And I did what I did. And some of my fondest memories of those early days are lying in bed with Sunny asleep on my chest, eating fistfuls of challah bread while binging Siesta Key, I might add. It was so peaceful, and I would think this is amazing, but it won't last forever, so seriously enjoy it now. Jessica recommends whole grains, especially oats, to provide valuable carbs that help rebuild bodily tissue. Think easy recipe, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, oat bars with nuts, seeds and fruit, and single serve oatmeal. The snack bars and bites from my company Bundle Organics are full of oats and other purposeful ingredients. They make bars, they make little bites, so they're definitely great for on the go and when you don't have the time to make your own because seriously, how many people are actually making their own oat bars? Whole grain loaves of bread are great too. And one of my postpartum must-haves was sourdough with nut butter. I personally like peanut butter, but I know that that's scary for some people, especially with a new baby around. However, any kind of nut butter will serve that need. Net-net, new moms need more calories than they used to. So feel free to dig in and help yourself heal. All right. Also, you guys say yes. Your friends and family want to help. So say yes. Jessica talks about how real foods are the best way to get the nutrients you need postpartum. 
Yet we often reach for processed options because they're fast and easy. So when people offer to bring you food, do not be shy. Tell them what you want, like personal favorites and anything made of real foods. Obviously organic if they can, but I know that's sometimes an annoying question to ask, so don't worry if you feel uncomfortable. But I remember asking my comically caretaking mom for brisket and roasted potatoes. I actually still do, and she has yet to make them for me. But it was so comforting for both my body and heart when friends would ask if they could pick something up on their way over to visit. I would personally ask for fresh pressed juice. I was obsessed with uh, an orange, turmeric, apple, and ginger flavor, which provided much needed vitamins, fiber, and refreshment. Okay, next, chug, chug, chug. You lose a lot of fluids when you have a baby, and it's important to replenish them starting pretty much immediately after that kid comes out. After giving birth, the hospital gave me huge jugs of fruit punch, which were the most amazing things ever. I would slurp them up in negative five seconds. This specific one was a mix of orange, cranberry, and apple juice. I highly recommend you have that in your home, even just to make it at any time, whether you're pregnant or not. It's so good. Even if you're not pregnant, mixing it with like some tequila or vodka. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) But at home, I would make my own version if I had the time using organic juices and a splash of sparkling water to keep my fluid intake up. I've actually always disliked plain water and drinking more of it has been a New Year's resolution for probably the past seven years. But surprise, hydration isn't just water. Jessica notes that any non-alcoholic beverage counts towards your daily fluid requirements. Eight to 10 cups specifically if you're not breastfeeding and 13 to 16 cups if you are. So that means anything really, not even just water. Tea, juice, coffee, broth, those are all fair game. My not so healthy habit when I first had Sunny was to walk and get a milk tea boba every day. RIP Snowdrop Espresso, which used to be at the corner of where I lived, but I don't feel bad about it. I really don't. Honestly, if it was still there, I would go just as much because it got me out of the house, hydrated, and made me happy. I also love sparkling probiotic drinks. The Kavita Strawberry Acai Coconut is my personal favorite, and Arnold Palmer's, a little bit of iced tea and lemonade, and then coconut water also. The Harmless Harvest is my fave. Okay, next, set up snack stations. You have to get those calories in you somehow, so why not make it easy? When you have a baby, even getting to the kitchen is like sometimes running a marathon. So set up snack stations around the house, by the couch, next to your bed, anywhere you hang out so that you always have nourishing, satisfying snacks at hand. A little tip someone once told me was to have like a bar cart on rollers that had all of your pumping parts on them and then snacks and drinks already stock. So wherever you were around the house, you could roll it around and have everything that you needed at that time. Also, keep a bottle of your fave beverage there too. As you get into habits and start learning what you crave, make sure you have those items stocked up and readily available. This is also a great way for your partner to contribute. Grocery runs. I know that everybody loves to get out of the house sometimes at this time, especially your husband, just to get some fresh air. So make him feel needed and definitely tell him what you need at the grocery store. They really want to do what you need. So don't be shy to ask. So this is also a great way for your partner to contribute. Anybody that's helping always wants some fresh air. So a way to get your partner out of the house and feeling needed is 
to have them do these grocery runs. They'll feel especially helpful. Here's a little new mom nutrients 101. Okay, guys, get your piece of paper and pen ready because this is some good stuff. (laughs) Obviously, I love sharing what worked for me, but the reason I brought Jessica in is to offer some hard and fast facts. And you will be hearing this a lot more from her personally, but Here's the Cliff's notes of what our new mom bods really, really need. First is protein. Protein is everywhere, and we actually need a lot less than we think. Protein provides energy, nourishes your gut, and is anti-inflammatory. Go for clean plant-based sources like seeds, nuts, quinoa, beans, whole grains, fruits, and veggies. Peanut butter powder, which is something I had never heard of, is an epiphany if I've ever tasted one. And if you want protein powder, my favorites are flavored pea-based options. Also, though, don't be scared of chicken or steak or fish or any of those other common sources of protein because that's where I got a lot of mine from and that is totally acceptable too. Okay, next one is micronutrients. Get your fill of key micronutrients, magnesium, zinc, vitamin B6, and folate in fruit, veggies, whole grains, and legumes. Tip, have a fruit salad cut cut up in the fridge or bananas on hand for easy snacking. I eat at least one if not two bananas a day still. Next one is fiber. Sometimes the truth hurts and real talk, going to the bathroom after giving birth is painful, especially number two. Fiber helps with digestion and bowel regularity to make things move a little smoother and help bring your body back into balance. I love organic shredded wheat cereal with cashew milk for a high fiber breakfast or snack. Calcium, dark leafy greens, boom, there's your calcium. In my early postpartum days, I would start every day with a smoothie of Greek yogurt, cashew milk, a banana, cinnamon, and dates. Add a little spinach, broccoli, or kale for bonus calcium, vitamins, and minerals. Actually, this morning, I made another one, and I added pineapple to it, and it was delicious. Okay, last one, omega-3 fatty acids. These are anti-inflammatory and help in postpartum recovery. Specifically, look for sources with DHA. If you like fish, salmon, and tilapia are great low mercury options. Or you can take fish or algae oil supplements. Omega-3s are also found in seeds like chia, flax, and hemp. Tip is blend two scoops of hemp seeds with a cup of water for instant hemp milk. Yum. Didn't know about that, right? Or you can also put chia or flax seeds in your smoothies. Okay, I think that about covers it. Big thanks to Jessica, my guest. I hope these tips are helpful to all the hungry and hangry new moms out there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm starving and I'm gonna go get a snack. And now a message from our partner. So I've told you guys a little bit about Thrive Market before, and unless you've been living under a rock for a while, hopefully you've heard of it, but Thrive Market is amazing. It's an online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They offer the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products available for every budget, lifestyle, and geography. What's great is that you can shop everything online and they have the most amazing filtering system. So I told you guys about my need for organic wines. You can look 
up all the filters. They have like sugar-free, pesticide-free, organic. There's just so many different things that all of us individuals need or don't need in our lives. And Thrive Market makes it super easy for you to find those items. You can shop for thousands of these best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Shopping at Thrive Market means supporting a select group of brands that actually make the world a better place. They sell non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kid products, and so much more. I personally love their coconut oil. I use it on Sunny when he was a baby and still use it after he gets out of the bath. Plus, it's all shipped straight to your door. On each product's page, you can see things like why I love it, price comparisons to retail, nutritional ingredients, etc. Many of the product pages even include the brand's background story and why the product is safe for your family. So why not choose a few must-try products and do a few price comparisons to retail? This can be so powerful and just makes you feel like you are in charge of what you buy. And what's cool is that you don't have to read any more labels because Thrive Market really does all the homework for you. They have a highly curated catalog, meaning you might only find three to four options for each product, but you can trust that they're the best ingredients at the most affordable prices and safe for your family. So keep in mind, Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% off, but I am going to give you the chance to get another 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. In order to get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial, go to thrivemarket.com slash withwit. Many of you will be making a grocery run this week, so why not give Thrive Market a try and shop from your home? Now that's thrivemarket.com slash withwit for 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. And now back to our conversation. Hello, welcome to With Wit. I'm here with Jessica Diamond, a registered dietitian and nutritionist who I actually got introduced to a while back. A friend of both of ours introduced us when I was having problems breastfeeding, and we never really connected then, but this time around, we finally connected, and I'm so excited to be sitting here with you today, Jessica Diamond. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So... I struggled a lot at the beginning with my breastfeeding, wondering what was really okay and not okay for me to put in my body. One, like what wasn't healthy for the baby and also what was going to help boost milk supply. And I think that a lot of people struggle with that because they feel really depleted after pregnancy. And I think the first thing we can get into is that what are some of the key nutrients that one needs right after they have a baby, breastfeeding or not? That's a great question. It's probably one of the most common questions I get in the postpartum period. Mm -hmm. And I think to answer that, we really have to back up and really look at what happened prior to your body, right? You just spent almost 10 months carrying a baby. And as your body grows and and handles a growing fetus, Mm -hmm. 
what happens is it needs a lot of micronutrients, so vitamins and minerals. So not just the macronutrients that we're used to talking about, the calories and the protein, but there's a lot of vitamins. And our bodies are really smart. If we don't get those vitamins, it takes from our stores and gives it to the baby. So what happens in this postpartum period is you're usually very depleted. You just had an infant that you grew for 10 months that was taking away nutrients from you, and now you had this flood of hormones that leaves your body. And so you're kind of at this net negative. And so the most important part in the postpartum period is focusing on making sure you're getting enough nutrition and replenishing those micronutrients, replenishing those vitamins and minerals. Um, I always think it's it's kind of funny because we focus so much on taking our prenatal vitamin before, you know, right. month getting before getting pregnant right. and then during pregnancy. But it's as important in that postpartum period because you really need to replenish your body. So how long should we be taking prenatals after we have the baby. So it depends if you're breastfeeding or not. If you're breastfeeding, you should do it the duration that you're breastfeeding. Oh, wow. I totally stopped after I had Sunny. It's it's to- it's totally, it's very, very, very common. Um, we just don't think about it. And it's not a recommendation that is, is consistently told by doctors. Right. Or you might be told at that six-week appointment when you have a lot of other things going on. Right. And that's the last thing you think about. So I always recommend you know, continuing on with taking that supplement because you're so strapped for time that it's really hard to get a lot of your nutrition from food, but then really focusing on food sources as well, Mm -hmm. you know, preparing meals and things that you have handy so that you can really make sure that you have enough of that nutrition that you need to replenish your body. So tell us some of the snacks and meals that we can easily have on hand when we've just had a baby. Obviously, making things, cooking, anything time-consuming is too much for us. So what do you suggest? So I say be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, it, whether you're doing it yourself, you have a partner doing it, or family members, anyone that says, is there anything I can do for you in the postpartum period? Because people will ask. Right. I always say the answer is yes. Yes. And food. Mm-hmm. Always directed towards food. Mm-hmm. And um, snacks, what I say is get snacks that you've actually made. So whether you prepare them in that last trimester, you know, before you give birth or in that early postpartum period, you give someone a recipe, um, have snacks readily available in your fridge. So some of the ones that I love, I love anything that's made with oats. Okay. Um, anything that's real foods, plant-based real food snacks are the best thing mm-hmm. that you can do. I need to get into oats. You're not the first person that said oats. And for some reason, like the mushiness has always kind of grossed me out mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah. Overnight oats are something that's great because okay. I think it's a different texture than regular oatmeal. Okay. And you can make it a little waterier, like more watery. Okay. Um, and that works really well. The other thing is, is is energy balls, like using them to make kind of like a cookie or a ball that it's a little bite that you can just have. Those okay. are great. Okay. Are there any brands in the supermarket that you would suggest buying if we do want like bars or bites or snacks, things like that? I love the bars that you came out with. Yes. Your Besides snack. Bundle Organics, <laughs> yeah. of course. I, I would say yes. Bundle Organics. Yeah. When you're looking, I like something that is the most natural type of food that you can do. So if you can okay. find somewhere that makes, like in Los Angeles, we're inundated with great options. Yes. You can go into Erewhon or you can go into Whole Foods and you can have something that they've prepared for you that's not right. as processed as if um, you're in a place where you just don't have access to fresh food like that. Right, right. So anything that is, you read the back of the label and you understand every ingredient that's in there, that's something to get. Okay. Um, fruits and vegetables are great snacks in the postpartum period. Mm-hmm. So having a fruit salad, having that cut up, 
in your fridge. So when you ever, you just want a little bowl of it. Totally. Nuts and seeds are great. Okay. So having little packages of almonds or a nut mix next to your couch mm-hmm. so that you don't really have to even get up and go to the kitchen. I mean, Trader Joe's has really good ones. Yes, I like the individual, I think it's the antioxidant mix that mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. yeah. Those are great. Those are great. And have them all over your house. That's something to remember because really in that postpartum period, getting to the kitchen is really difficult, right? right? You you don't really realize what that's going to be like until you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And- I was drinking, I know, like a lot of chocolate milk pre and postpartum because I felt like there was something in the milk that was just it, the hardiness of it was like thirst quenching and it filled my stomach and it was just something easy to grab a lot of yogurt I remember craving and it really satisfying a lot. And I think I told you this before, like a lot of bread. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was just, I love challah bread. So I would just grab handfuls of that and leave that in bed with me and mm-hmm. snack on bread. And that makes sense because yeah. when in the postpartum period, you're, you're really tired. And so yeah. when we're tired, we're craving carbohydrates because mm-hmm. carbohydrates give us energy. Right. And so it is not uncommon to be craving those carbohydrates postpartum and really listening to your body and giving your body those carbohydrates is really important. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when you're pregnant, you know, especially towards the end, you start to let yourself go a little bit more and you eat a lot of things that you're craving that aren't necessarily super good for you, like the pizza and French fries and ice cream. And you just want to kind of give your body what it, what it needs. And then when you have the baby, you also want those things, but you're concerned too about losing weight. So how do you find that balance between like wanting to get your body back and start working towards that, but also needing to fill your body up because it is so depleted? That's an excellent question. And so repletion in the postpartum period, the most important thing is repletion. Mm -hmm. And I can totally relate to, you just had a baby growing inside of you. You watched your body expand for 10 months. And now you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't recognize yourself. You know, you just went through this labor, which is... (laughs) a major, you know, event. Yes. And and you just don't recognize things anywhere. Your stomach, your whole body, you don't feel the same. You right. have these hormonal changes. So you don't feel like yourself. And so I think there's this knee-jerk reaction, especially looking around and watching how fast people bounce, bounce, back. bounce back. I know. It's crazy. It's, like you look all of a sudden in three months, you're like, they have no sign of a belly. Exactly. And so I think we look to that as kind of what is normal Mm -hmm. and that actually is not normal. Mm -hmm. Right. And so really listening to your body in that postpartum period and re giving, replenishing the nutrients that you've lost is the most important thing. And just giving yourself space. It took you, I I always say this is took you nine to 10 months to grow a baby. Mm -hmm. It's going to take you time for your body to go back. Totally. And so that doesn't mean that there's not anything you can do, but if focusing on your weight is not what I want you to do. Okay. Because then you start to get discouraged. You start, you have hormonal responses where you get, you know, when you feel ashamed or when you feel down on yourself, that's stress hormones. If Mm -hmm. you're breastfeeding, that's also being passed to the baby. And so all around, that's just not good. We want to have a positive relationship with food and our body. And now a word from our partner. Have you guys heard of Tamara Mellon? Because if you haven't, you must. It's a new brand from the co-founder of Jimmy Choo, which I'm sure 
you've heard of. She is bringing you next generation luxury footwear. It's so, so, so cute. I recently got a pair of the cutest little booties that I wore with like boyfriend jeans and a cute white t-shirt. And I just felt like it made my whole look. So what's great about them is that they are made in Italy in the same factories as other luxury designers. So you know that you're getting a really like impeccably made product. They also don't have any retailers. So they're going direct to you and there's not those crazy six-time markups. You can really, really trust that their prices are honest. You get complimentary shoe care with every purchase. I've never even heard of that before. That's amazing. And everything is guaranteed with repairs for up to two years. There's completely free shipping and returns, no limit to when you can return. Also, if you're worried about the investment, there's a 0% financing available through a firm because Obviously, luxury shouldn't be exclusive. They also have a really great fit quiz, which makes it easy to find your size based on other brands you wear. If I haven't sold you on them, then you should probably know that Michelle Obama, Gigi Hadid, Khloe Kardashian, Zoe Saldana, and so many more are fans of this amazing brand, wear them all the time, and love them. And so obviously you should too. For $100 off your first purchase, visit tamaramelon.com and enter the code WITHWIT. That's tamaramelon.com with the code WITHWIT for $100 off your first purchase. In case you're worried about spelling, that's T-A-M-A-R-A-M-E-L-L-O-N.com for $100 off your first purchase. And now back to the talk. Is there a time, a certain amount of time that's passed after you have the baby that you can really start to think about, you know, your diet in terms of getting your body back as opposed to like what it just needs because you had a baby. Like for me, I know once I was done breastfeeding after six months, I was like, okay, now it's time for me to just take care of me. Maybe that means like eating a little bit less, working out a little bit more, like doing the things that I used to do. Would you recommend waiting until you're done breastfeeding to do that? So something that you said that I really like was that it was time for you to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And I want that to start as soon as you possibly can in the postpartum period. It's natural for us to have just birthed a baby and want to just take care of them. And we start to lose ourselves and forget what we like and what we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as you can get back and start focusing on eating these real foods and nourishing your body, by not focusing on it, it doesn't mean you're not giving your body exactly what it needs. So the sooner that you can focus on getting a predominantly plant-based diet, focusing on getting the types, the appropriate types of food into your, you know, into your body, the better, Mm -hmm. and starting to move and exercise, but less about the outcome of the weight and the way you look externally Mm -hmm. and focusing more on this relationship, this mind-body component that you have in this postpartum period. Yeah. I mean, I think that's important in general, no matter what you're going through Mm -hmm. is to really not think about the calorie counting, but just really focus on the actual quality of food that you're putting in as opposed to the quantity. I say, I always say the, my motto is threefold, the type of food. So we want it to be predominantly plant-based. We Mm -hmm. want to get as much whole grains, legumes, fruits, vegetables, good oils, you know, good fats, fish, you know, a couple times a week. And then if you're eating meat and eggs, making sure they're good from from a good source. Right. The second most important thing is the source. 
So apples are not apples. They're not all created equal. I say when you can get organic, get organic. When you can get grass-fed meat, get grass-fed meat. When you can get, you know, free-range chicken, do that. And so focusing on the type of food, the source of the food, and then the third most important component is intuitive eating. So really connecting with this mind-body component and eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full and mm-hmm. focusing on have a good having a good relationship with food. Totally. A lot of the moms want to make smoothies, I think. Like one of the things that is easy to make when you don't have a lot of time and it doesn't require so many ingredients are smoothies. So do you recommend a protein powder for the smoothies? I've always had issues with protein powders. Bundle Organics makes one that's really good. They have a vanilla and a chocolate and strawberry. But I'm wondering what you think about protein powders in general and if you recommend one in particular. That's an excellent question. So I always recommend if you can get your nutrition from food specifically, Mm -hmm. let's do it from food specifically. And so protein powders, I like to reserve for those individuals that actually can't meet it with food itself. Mm-hmm. Protein in general, we actually need a lot less protein than we than we consume and than we think that we need. And so we need so much less that we always are focused on adding protein to items, but mm-hmm. we don't really need that much protein. Good to know. And we need a lot less than we think we do. How much do we need? That's a great question. <laughs> so a typical woman, she needs around between someone your size, about 50 grams, I'd say, 50 so, to 60 grams a day. Typically, we're consuming closer to 70 to 80, wow. even, even 100. So if you're really focused on adding protein to a lot of items, you're actually getting too much protein. And a lot of people say, okay, so what? You know, all of these diets out there are really high protein, low carbohydrate. that helps with weight loss. And who cares if I'm getting too much protein? Mm-hmm. But what we know is that high protein diets actually long-term are really dangerous. And so they increase our risk of chronic diseases, they increase our risk of cancer, and they increase our risk of diabetes. And so overall, you know, there's all these fad diets that really focus on having this high protein content. But what's important is that that's really for short-term weight loss. And every study and every population that's lived into their hundreds, they always have the reverse type of diet. Wow. So what would 50 grams of protein look like? Like what does a piece of steak have in it? Mm-hmm. What is a, a breast of chicken? Like that's yeah. when we're not yeah. actually weighing out yeah, our food. What course. does it look like to the normal person? So yeah. a serving size of meat is actually the size of a deck of cards or the size of the palm of your hand. Okay. And so it's pretty small. What I say is, is focus on having protein as opposed to the main part of your meal. Have it be the side part, right? So if you're getting a salad that has salmon on top, get a small piece, half of the salmon and have that. But the main part of your meal is that salad with all of the vegetables in it. So as opposed to having this large piece of chicken with a small side of broccoli and some other vegetable, Mm -hmm. making sure to kind of reverse it. So do a third of your plate being the protein and the rest being fruits, vegetables, and grains. Okay. Because I feel like... Like a lot of people do the big pieces of protein because that's what's actually filling them up. If you if you eat a huge plate of broccoli, you're like, okay, what's next? You know. So I feel like that's our mentality. But I guess exactly. if you're getting in the whole grains too, that's something that will fill you up as well. Exactly. Yeah. And and you're still getting protein. It's just not as much. Right. So what about supplements for hair loss? I know when after I had Sunny, I would take a shower and rinse out my hair and like clumps would come out and my drain would be filled with hair. My husband was like, what the hell is going on here? And your whole house, your vacuum cleaner is probably filled with hair. It was so everywhere. So much hair everywhere. Yeah. And I'm still losing it a good amount. Not as much, obviously, as before. Um, but what 
what can we do to help this and then to help get some growth going as well? So hair loss, unfortunately, has to do with the hormonal changes in the postpartum period. And so it is very common and it's normal. But with that being said, there is things that we can do to help it. Okay. And so biggest thing is biotin. You want to make sure you're taking a supplement with biotin. Continue your prenatal vitamin. That'll really help to make sure there's no other micronutrient deficiency that's leading um, to hair loss. Okay. And you can also do some collagen. The research is a little iffy, but it's it, overall it can help with your skin and your hair. Yeah. And so I would say those three things. Okay, amazing. That's easy. It's I think easy. I was taking biotin when I think someone mentioned that to me before, but then I stopped taking it. Is it something that we should just continually take as well or just when you're- I would continue to take it until you're, you've seen that your hair loss is kind of- stabilized. I wouldn't stay on it long term just okay. just because, but if you feel like you have thinning hair or you are continuing to lose hair, there's no problem of staying on biotin. And now a word from our partner. I am kind of a sweaty person. I know that sounds gross. Whatever. I was made this way, but thanks to Native, I can rely on them because they create safe, simple, effective deodorant that people are using every single day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. They literally have 8,000 five-star reviews from their customers. So the great thing is, is I can go to my workout, I can come home, I can do a little bit work, I can go to a lunch, really have kind of like almost a 16-hour day and still feel protected and smelling fresh. I also really rely and look for products that have very few ingredients in them. And that's something that Native is really, really passionate about. They have fewer, simpler ingredients, so you know everything that's in their deodorant. Aluminum, as we may know, may be linked to some serious health ramifications. So although Native is priced at a slightly higher premium when compared to conventional deodorants, it is safe and effective. It also comes in a variety of, of amazing scents for men and women. Plus, they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. And they also offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those who have sensitivities. Some of their classic deodorant scents include coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular scent, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint, which is actually my personal favorite. They offer free returns and exchanges in the USA, so there is no risk to try. You can subscribe and save 17%. That's saving $2 per stick. And you can have Native conveniently delivered to your door every one, two, three, or four months. I go through a deodorant probably once every two months. So it's really nice to know that it can be on its way quickly. You guys, I'm giving you an amazing deal. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WITHWIT during checkout. Again, that's nativedeodorant.com with the code WITHWIT for 20% off your first purchase. And now back to the talk. So I want to talk about just some general nutrition issues that I have and that a lot of my followers were having. You know, I sometimes do intermittent fasting in the morning, not even being conscious of it. I'm just like not super hungry. And so I don't really eat until 12. And my acupuncturist, it sounds so LA to say that I have an acupuncturist, but I only have one as of recently, um, said that it is so important to be eating breakfast in the morning because your body is basically like a car and the food is the gasoline. And if you're not giving your body the right 
basically gasoline or nutrients that it needs, it goes into starvation mode. And that's why your head is acting out and giving you these headaches. So what, what do you feel about intermittent fasting and, and breakfast and that whole thing? It's a great, it's a great question. And I like your acupuncturist because her answer was completely correct. Um, but let's break it apart. So that's not necessarily intermittent fasting. Let's talk right, about just right. skipping breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. So a study recently came out that said that those that skip breakfast, it actually increases your risk of all-cause mortality, so dying earlier, and heart what? disease. So breakfast is super important. Oh and God. just like the analogy you gave, I love it. Giving your body the fuel that it needs to keep going. Mm-hmm. So regular meals, making sure you're getting breakfast and making sure you're getting regular meals is really important. A time when you can look at, the data is not really in on intermittent fasting. It's like any other fad where okay. there's not enough evidence for a normal healthy person to fast during mm-hmm. periods of time. And that's not natural, right? We, we're not naturally supposed to do it that. It doesn't sound good to me. I mean, I only bring it up because one, people asked about it, but also because it felt like me skipping breakfast was like a subconscious way of doing it. Right. But I, I'm I don't recommend people to do it. It doesn't sound good for you. Yeah. And by skipping breakfast, that's very common that people just say they're not hungry in the morning. And so it's an afterthought. So they just don't think to eat. And so then they skip breakfast. Mm -hmm. So what I say is breakfast doesn't have to be this large meal. It just has to be something that's that's prepared so it's readily available for you. I don't want it to be a chore, especially if we're talking about new moms, right? Yes. You don't want it to be a chore to make breakfast and you want to be able to grab something healthy. So kind of thinking about it ahead of time and having something ready made. Any of those snacks that we talked about before could substitute as a breakfast. Okay. Any type of fruit, um, you know, eggs, uh, any type of grain. What about a bar? What do you think about bars for breakfast? So it depends what type of bar. Okay. So any type of processed foods. The healthiest way that you can eat is if you think about a supermarket, you want to eat around the perimeter of the outside of the supermarket. So we want real foods, okay? People always talk about eating clean. I always say, let's eat real. Mm-hmm. That's a different way to look at it. So fruits, vegetable, grains, legumes, seeds, nuts, those types of things are the healthiest for us. That's what we know. And so having your breakfast comprising of that is, is the best thing that you can have. Mm-hmm. If you make bars yourself, I have no problem with them. Mm-hmm. If you get a great bar that has real ingredients in them, and there's a couple out there that are great, that's that's awesome. But there are a lot of bars that are completely just a processed food okay. that you could substitute that or a candy bar. There's, right. really, no, there's really no difference that's with that. That's what someone told me about well, I guess I won't say the name, but there's a very, a very popular bar. Someone was like, you might as well just eat a Snickers if you're going to eat this bar. Um, I found this bar called the Truth Bar. I found it at Press Juicery and it's, I mean, I really like it and I'll show it to you. I'll send you a picture of it Perfect. after this and you can tell me if it's okay. But yeah. I think it's, yeah, it looks like it's a clean version of, yeah. and the Bundle Organics bars are really great too, because I know that that's all I love their organic, real plant-based ingredients. Yeah. I mean, and also it's, uh, the problem for me is I'm not really hungry in the morning. Like I'll have my cappuccino with whole milk mm-hmm. and then I'm not, and, and a banana, and then I'm not really hungry until about noon. So But you're having I'm, something, right? Yeah. So you are having a banana and a cappuccino. That is yeah. still, you're having something. You're not just completely fasting. Yeah. And what I would say is add a nut butter to that. Okay. You know, do some, uh, with your banana, just have some almond butter with that. And I'm okay. fine with that being an initial breakfast. It doesn't have to be this kind of complete meal right. that we think about. Right, like eggs, toast, bacon, yes. avocado, the whole thing. Yeah. So what do people most come to you for? In LA, my guess would be weight loss. <laughs> um, but what do you, yeah, what are they coming to you for? You know, 
so my background is, is that I take care of people across the lifespan. So mm-hmm. any age, any gender, any anything. And then I also focus on maternal, infant, and child nutrition. Right. So I would say the most common adult thing is eating healthy long-term. How can I have a better relationship with food? Okay. Or how can I actually be healthy? I think that a lot of people think they're healthy and then they come and see me and their first thing they say is, I want to be healthy. I don't know if I am. And so then we start to pick apart their diet and look at that. Yeah. And then- a lot in postpartum period and a lot for their children. I help really help them teach their kid how to have a healthy relationship with food. I think that's really important. I'm starting to notice Sonny's staying, like not eating a lot of things, Mm -hmm. thinking maybe he's a vegetarian because he doesn't eat any of the protein I ever put on his plate and being really picky about textures, which is something that I do as well. But it is something yeah, to start yeah. off on the right foot because the more that you're introducing to them, the more they feel comfortable with and then they don't only want like the beige things. Exactly. Yeah. And that is something we can totally, we can do a whole nother podcast on, on, on kid nutrition, but totally. that, is, that is totally, exactly. It's if we can start our kids off on the right foot, then they don't fall into the same patterns that we did. Then we did. Yeah. Well, I learned so much. And thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. Thank we'll you for having me. We'll have you back. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because I want to hear from you guys. You can let me know what you thought of this episode or anything more you want to hear about. Thanks. Peace in the streets.